hello, this is Beth Jones at BethJones.net, and I want to welcome you to my official podcast. I'm so excited about doing this. I believe it's going to be a blessing and encouragement and an empowerment to you, and I just want to welcome you to my official podcast starting today, October 23rd, 2014. Today's first podcast is going to be on the subject of fear. No Place for Fear is the title. And if you look at today's headline, there was a healthcare worker who recently returned from West Africa who is being tested at the New York City Hospital for Ebola. This person worked with the Doctors Without Borders and has been transported by specialty trained HAZTAC units wearing personal protection equipment. Now, as you may know, the hardest hit countries with the Ebola are Liberia, Sierra Leone, and Guinea. And now the United States is the United States is facing this. And it's really caused sort of a panic throughout the United States and the world. The Ebola virus is very serious. It has symptoms that mimic those associated with everyday conditions like the common cold, but it has killed 6,000 people in total around the world since 1976. But just to give you a little bit of perspective, 41,000 people die every year from the flu. But it's nothing to mess with, and so I'm praying for great wisdom for our leadership, our government leadership. There's a quote that I think can really encourage you, and that is that people living deeply have no fear of death. And also, if you have got Christ in you, you know that we can have that peace that passes all understanding that Jesus promised us in Philippians 4, 7. He said, I will give you peace that passes all understanding. Jesus said that when you see wars and rumors of war, war, Ebola, other diseases, uh, the terrorism that we're seeing today, the natural disasters, he said all these things would happen before is coming, but don't panic, because the end is still to come. Now, on Caleb today, Caleb Radio, Christian Radio Station, I heard that the top three fears people are facing today are, number one, public speaking, number two, identity theft on the internet, and number three, walking alone at night. And maybe you can identify with some of those fears. Certainly public speaking is way up there. Also snakes and bugs, those are up there too. But this new one, identity theft on the internet, has people greatly afraid as well as the Ebola. Today we're going to be talking about this topic of fear. And I just want to pray first before we get started and just ask God to bless this time and anoint me for this podcast. I want to thank you for joining me here today. I plan to have this at least once a month, and I hope you'll be joining me. You can subscribe to my podcast. Also, you can check out my website at BethJones.net. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I ask for your anointing upon me. I ask that you would give me your words of wisdom, your words of encouragement, and God, you would give us ears to hear what you have to say to us. I invite the power of your Holy Spirit here, God. I just pray that this would bless and encourage others. And God, I just pray that your son Jesus would be lifted up and magnified and glorified in Jesus' name. Bless the listeners, God, with all blessings from above, in Jesus' name. Well, this Ebola thing is pretty scary, and my husband Ray is a paramedic who works at 
the emergency room here. He said they are taking precautions. They do have some plans in place in the event that it could come here to the Kansas City area. But Jesus told us not to be afraid, and we're going to be going over some scriptures today that Jesus gave us for times like these. Now I got an easing in my inbox today from Dr. Lilo Diane Bush, and she had written an article called News Causing Secondhand Stress Epidemic. And she wrote, our tendency to absorb secondhand stress from our 24-hour media culture can produce maladaptive responses that are out of proportion to the actual threat. And in layman's terms, what I think that means is people freak out. They freak out with fear when they hear about things like this in the news. And actually, as you may know, the news is geared to play on people's fears. In fact, this article that Dr. Bush wrote said that fear of the Ebola virus in recent weeks has become more viral than the virus itself. And the health toll of the secondhand stress caused by the Ebola fear pandemic should not be underestimated because all that stress can really affect your health and people can do some pretty crazy things when they're scared. They can, people commit suicide, they act irrationally, they just panic. She wrote, life can be difficult enough and then you add the news, stories of disease, war, rumors of war, You've heard this before. The world feels like it's pressing in from all sides. And she gave some tips to alleviate that stress. And one of those things was to get a perspective. To remember, like I said a while ago, our media, which is controlled large, largely by the government, leads to sensationalism. It feeds off of people's fears. And I really don't watch or read the news a lot. And my husband Ray gets, he just can't even believe I do this. He fusses at me about it because he tends to be obsessive over the news. But to me, it's always bad news. Now, I do look at the news enough and read the news, listen to it enough to stay informed. But because it's always such bad news, I'm not going to fill my mind and heart with that because all it does is causes me to fear. All it does is cause me to worry. I want to be a positive person. I want to be a faith-filled person. That doesn't mean I'm going to stick my head in the sand and not notice what's going on around me. But I don't want to bathe in fear. And that's what the news does. It causes you to be afraid. Another tip for alleviating that stress in your life is to exercise. And, of course, we've all heard this, and I'm preaching to the choir here. I hate to exercise. I really need to lose some weight and get fit. Our whole family does. But exercise can really help you with that stress. And the Mayo Clinic, in an article called Exercise and Stress, Get Moving to Manage Stress, says exercise can act as a stress reliever. It can boost those feel-good endorphins. It can distract you from all those daily worries. Maybe you've read something in the paper or heard something online or saw it on Facebook or Twitter. Exercise increases our overall health, our sense of well-being. It sheds tension. It gives you energy and optimism. And it can help you remain calm and clear. 
Exercise also improves your sleep and increases your confidence. It helps you to feel more in control. So exercise is very good for you if you're having a real, if you're going through a lot of stress right now, just get out and do some walking or running or Zumba. Maybe go to the gym and lift some weights or swim in the pool there. Another good tip for stress reduction is limiting alcohol and caffeine because these can aggravate anxiety and trigger panic attacks. Now, I do like my Sonic Happy Hour Coke, but we do need to put a limit on that because that caffeine can really aggravate your tension and your anxiety. Another great tip is to get rest and sleep. Now, in stressful times, your body needs more sleep. The National Sleep Foundation states in its article, how much sleep do we really need? That sleep needs vary across ages, and it's especially impacted by your lifestyle and health. If you're in a real stressful situation, say you're a paramedic or a nurse or a doctor, like my husband Ray is a paramedic, you're going through a lot of stress in your life, and so you actually need more sleep. And those in the emergency field, they're under such high-stress jobs, and a lot of times they actually have sleep deprivation, which even adds more to their stress levels. But this National Sleep Foundation article said to assess your sleep needs. It varies from person to person. Are you productive, healthy, and happy on seven hours of sleep? Or does it take nine hours to get you in high gear? Do you have health issues like being overweight or some other health issues going on in your life? Do you feel sleepy when you're driving? Do you have a slump in the afternoon? There's no magic number of hours, but just get the needed number for optimal performance. And two studies by the National Sleep Foundation shows that adults have a sleep need usually of seven to hour, eight hours of sleep every night. So get that sleep to help you with that sleep reduction. Another great tip is to help others, to get trained, to get knowledgeable about stress, to first gain your own balance. You know, it's like the airplane rides. They tell you to get the oxygen mask on yourself first and then put it on your children or whoever is beside you. That way you'll be able to help them. Then after you get this training, share it with your family, your friends, your fans, and your clients. Another wonderful tip, and it's a real simple one, but is staying hydrated. It's a simple way to unwind from your stress-filled life. If you're dehydrated, your body is not running well, and that just leads to more stress in your life. So even if you're just half a liter dehydrated, that can cause your cortisol levels to raise, which is one of the stress hormones. And finally, and this is my favorite, meditate on the Word of God. God does not want you stressed out, and He doesn't want you afraid. And from the, the blog, musingsofaministerswife.com, this minister's wife did research on how many times fear not is actually in the Bible. Now, we've often heard it said that fear not is in the Bible 365 times. So she got out her, her concordance and she found out it was used only 80 times. That's still a lot of times. And she said other word pairings like do not be afraid or do not fear are used 30 times. And she wrote, however, hopefully we are at that point in our Christian walk 
that we don't need to hear God say something 365 times. I mean, if you were to tell your kid to do something 365 times, that would be so overwhelming to both you and the child. You should only have to tell your children once or at the most two or three times to do something. Once should be enough, and that should be the case for us with God too. But God knows our hearts. He knows we have a tendency to fear and worry and get stressed out and be afraid. And that's why he tells us this a lot. Jesus often rebuked his disciples for fear and unbelief. And he knew faith and fear weren't very good friends. Instead, he wants to give us peace. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Let's see. Renew your, your mind in God's word. Read it, study, and memorize it because God is greater than any of your fears. God does not want you to be afraid. And he gave that command, be strong and courageous, about ten times. And that is in the NIV version. He says in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That doesn't mean that we stick our head in the sand and just pretend that nothing is going on. But we can count on God. We can count on his promises. Jesus said to his disciples at the Last Supper, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. And I think those are some good words to close with. I want to encourage you. I know there's a lot of scary things going on right now in the world, all the natural disasters, the terrorism, the beheadings of Christians in the other side of the world the threat of war, what's going on with Israel right now, everything going on in our own nation, Ebola, the diseases, a lot of scary stuff happening. But God does not want you to be afraid. Pray and proclaim and believe Psalm 91 over your household. Remember Jesus said that he would never leave you or forsake you. This is Beth at Betchens.net, and I would love for you to check out my website, there at betjens.net be sure to sign up for my mailing list if you're not already signed up and get your free gift if you would like a speaker for your women's event women's conference women's retreat I would love to speak at your event to encourage God's daughters I love sharing God's word with other women I also love sharing through the power of personal story mine and others I would love to come and speak and I pray that I could be a blessing to your congregation. This is Beth at Betchins.net. If you have any questions for me, email me at elizabethdjones at gmail.com. I am also on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com forward slash betjones.net. And I would love for you to come by there and like my page. I have helpful tips videos and articles for you there as well each week. I will talk to you later and have a great day.
God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for your presence. God, your presence is what gives us peace. And I pray for that peace that passes all understanding for every listener. I pray that you would bless this listener with a spirit of calm and peace. And if he or she doesn't know you, that they would come to know you as Lord and Savior. I thank you, God, that in the midst of the worst storms, your presence is, is there. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You're always there. God, you love us so much. And God, you knew all these things would happen ahead of time. Jesus, we know that you're coming quickly. And I pray you would prepare our heart to meet you. And God, I just lift up your son, Jesus, and glorify him. And I thank you and praise you for all you've done in our lives and all you will do. God, we know that your promises are true and forever, and we just count on them. God, we know that you are the shelter in the storm. And I pray, God, that you would just rebuke that spirit of fear that has come over our nation and across the world about Ebola and the other events. God, we don't have to be afraid because you're on our side. The battle belongs to the Lord. You are the mighty God, the mighty King, the warrior God. And Lord, in you, in your power, through you, Jesus, we do not have to be afraid. But we know you are greater than anything, greater than any fear, greater than any disaster, greater than any war, greater than any demon of hell, greater than Ebola, greater than any disease, God. God, we know that you are the great I am, the great King, the great Lord, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.